0: Welcome to the Relentless Courage podcast. My name is John Howard, husband and father of three, ultra endurance athlete, and business owner. Today, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about my experience in the baseball world. This is stuff that I've shared with people who I've coached with, have coached my son's baseball teams over the years. Uh, he's played in-house baseball and had a really good experience with it um but I've coached his teams but this is about uh kind of I don't know it kind of like not really my past life because it's the same one but my life in Dallas Texas and specifically around what I did for work and um my coaching experience in Dallas so I will uh I guess just kind of start at the beginning. My wife and I got married in 2002. She had been living in Dallas for a year before uh, we got married and then we moved to Frisco, Frisco, Texas. Um, Before the Rough Riders, before the soccer team, before the Cowboys, before all that, Frisco wasn't uh, much. It was kind of out there. It was on the It was on the edge of the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, Dallas in particular. Um, And uh, she taught, I actually taught at a school as well, and then worked at a golf course for a little while, went to the University of North Texas for a semester. And um, one winter there was this new baseball academy that I heard of, I was doing some baseball lessons on the side, outside of any academies, just kind of in the park. And, um, kid brought up, there was an academy down the road in Addison, to, uh, Addison, and I thought, okay, well, I'll give him a call. So I gave, uh, I gave Cade a call, Kade Griffiths, owner of DBAT, must have been October, November, and I gave him a call. I said, hey, I'm interested in talking to you to find out if maybe working there would be a possibility, and that was, um, probably 2003, I think, so, um, yeah, that, that's right. So October, November, two thousand three, I called Cade, and I never heard of anything back. And I didn't. I kind of forgot about it actually. And then January, I got a phone call. It was Cade, and he was like, "Hey, just uh, see if you come in and and um, the interview and see about be becoming an instructor coach here at DBAT on Lindbergh here in Addison." Okay, so I went in there, had an interview. I'm Pretty sure. Uh, I thought the interview went really well. I asked him, I said, Hey, what do I need to do? Um, well, this is before I got the job. I don't know if he offered it to me right there or not. I can't remember, but, um, I think he did. I think he said, well, we'd love to have you come on board first days this day. Okay. I think it was January 31st, 2004. Um, and he, I said, what do I need to do? To be successful at this, and he said, "Here's what you need to do. You need to be here every hour that we're open for the first three months of your time here." I said, "Okay, I can do that." I had no responsibilities really at the time. I mean, I was married, but uh, I didn't have any kids. I really had nothing nothing that would prevent me from doing it. So I did. I showed up every day. In fact, my first day, and I hate to drop names, but I will, because it was really fun, and it it was. uh It's part of who I am as a coach to be around. Uh, some pretty amazing players uh right away and uh so i I pulled up to d bat Addison on day one, and I'm from Minnesota I'm a twins fan um two thousand four they're good the twins are pretty good, they got jock, they got Tory, they got kosky uh santana, I think. I was a pitcher there at the time, either that or Liriano, one of the two, but kind of, they were good, you know, they competed, and um, so I pull in, there's this one car in the parking lot, it's like 9.30 a.m. on a Monday morning during the school year, and there's like an Escalade in the parking lot with 20-inch rims on I'm like, okay. So I pull out, I get get up to the door, and the, the dude holds the door open for me. It's Tory Hunter. I said, it's my first day. He goes, yeah, it's my first day too. We walk in and I spent, um, you know, those however long until players reported to camp just soaking in every minute of watching these guys work, watching these guys train for two or three weeks prior to their season starting. Um, so that was 2004 and I was in that academy every single day all the time just watching soaking it up and when i wasn't hitting or when i wasn't doing lessons which i wasn't doing a lot of i was hitting i was throwing i was trying to learn as much as i possibly could baseball was my life uh literally from 10 a.m to 10 p.m every single day seven days a week for three months straight that is what i did uh that is who i was and um and that was it I gave lessons uh to some um, amazing players worked a lot of hours and then uh 2005 prior to that season the Chicago White Sox won the World Series had the opportunity to hit for a few weeks prior to the season with Scott Pitsednik the leadoff hitter center fielder for the uh Chicago White Sox so in October it was really fun to watch him um yeah, I think he had a game winner that World Series, and, and they went on to win pretty handily. But just really cool stuff as a baseball coach. Um, and after I'd been there a couple of years, D-Bat expanded. Uh, they moved, I should say. They didn't expand. They were in this rinky-dink little warehouse on Lindbergh, and there was probably five or six of us coaches, and then moved into a bigger bigger facility just down the road there in Addison. And, uh, Um. And then s- started expanding academies actually, and this it went kind of fast. Two thousand six, two thousand seven, maybe, um, and then in two thousand eight, it was kind of my turn. Um, the Fosters, who now own the academy in Frisco, Texas, which was really close to where we were living, I was supposed to go in and and work that facility with John and. And uh, it was all set. I mean, we were about to go. And um, and then right about, you know, it was May of 2008, I believe, uh, my cousin was being deployed to Iraq. And I came back by myself just for, like, a, a going-away party. And, and, uh, and I went back to Dallas. I said, honey, we got to go back home. Like, we had two kids at the time, and it was just very, very stressful. We were living on an island. We had we had some friends and things who were all beginning to have children at the same time as well. So they were becoming more busy and occupied with their lives and we just had no support there. And, um, so that summer we spent <clears throat> a while putting our uh, house on the market and, and uh, July 31st, I believe, uh, on the way out of town, we got a call saying the house had sold and and we headed back to minnesota and and the the crazy part about up and moving like that, and if you you know if your job doesn't take you where you're going, I just started flat out over like nobody knew me in Minnesota as a baseball coach nobody very few people still do know me as a baseball coach here in Minnesota, but for a good part of five years of my life, that is who I was and what I was and I lived and breathed Dallas sports, um, Dallas baseball in particular. Coached, um coached some, some teams. I worked with some younger teams in more small group settings. One team, uh, the Cubs, John Moore's team, they started working with me two or three days a week. They would bring groups of three, four, six in, you know, half the team or something. And they did not, you know, you sports, you... Uh, you you have a run limit, so you score four or five runs, and then you switch sides. And I remember John coming into me after their first game. I had just started working with the team. He said, "John, we didn't record an out. We didn't even get one out. We got to fix it, change it." And uh, and the next year, they ended up winning the city championship. And I thought that was pretty cool. And um, and we did some. We put a lot into that. It's a lot of small group. A uh, lot of breakdown stuff around um, infield, outfield, mostly, you know, teamwork, bringing that group together, all that stuff. and um, So as uh, I just felt, I've never really told that story. I've told it individually, but I've never really sat down and talked about it or had anyone who was maybe interested in listening to it. But uh, I just wanted to, you know, I'm involved with coaching here in Minnesota and I don't know. Um, I've been in that world for a very long time. I was deeper buried in it when I was in Dallas, Texas, and sports in Texas, baseball in particular. Um, it's just a little different. It's just a little different. It's the only way I can explain it. If anybody's been around it, who's from that part of the country, they know what I'm talking about. Um... But there was a high school team that came through there all the time, and they ended up winning a state championship, and probably five or six of their big boppers were um, D-back guys, and I had the opportunity to work with a couple of those guys, and um, lots of, I mean, the, the list of big leaguers is uh, very long. Kershaw was a D-back guy. In fact, I remember hearing a story back when he was at Highlands in Dallas, um, he he threw a perfect game and he struck out uh 18 or 21 guys however many he needed to strike out in order to get the victory but he struck out everybody on the team so interesting information but now as i start putting some of this baseball stuff out there and creating some videos and and um you know trying to share some of the things that i had the opportunity to learn while i spent time around these incredible athletes while I was buried in teaching these kids how to um, basically play the game of baseball. And and that's pretty well the pocket that I settled into was teaching the basic fundamentals, the basic foundational principles. And it was, you know, probably the ages of 8 to 13 or uh, was probably the pocket that I spent most of my time and energy with, at least working with groups and doing uh, those kinds of things. Now I can m- break it down for a big kid, uh, an experienced athlete in real time, real well, but, uh, kind of the basic tenets are the things that I'm trying to put together here. Um, as uh, trusted coaches here in Minnesota starts to circulate, uh, through the MYS starts to circulate some baseball specific training. Um, I'm excited to be helping to collaborate and, and put some stuff out there with them and, and, uh, I don't know who knows maybe d bat there's like nearly a hundred academies worldwide now and we're in kind of a tough time but i'm it, it, I'm just so hopeful that that we can pull through this and and that franchise can make it because uh, people need a place to go to play baseball and um I just wishing Kate and Kyle the best right now and and i'm I'm uh, I'm just thinking about that franchise. I love D-Bat. I was a big, you know, D-Bat was a big part of my life for a long time. Still is, you know, 12, 13 years later. I have very fond memories of my time there. Um, uh, Kate and Kyle, we'd go fishing out at the tank there at Lytle's place and catching some big old hogs, man. One story about uh about that is uh we went out fishing and and uh, I don't know how far it was to get there, hour and a half, and ten-acre tank and big old bass in there. Just a farm pond, never freezes, so you don't have to worry about nothing like that. But um, Cade Cade taught me how to um, skip a spinner over top of the pads, and man, I tell you what, I went on the other side of the tank and and I was slaying them. I had this little uh, I don't know quarter ounce quarter ounce jig head with a little uh, lime green dressing and I was throwing it into these holes and for some reason I was hitting every hole I wanted to hit and every single cast there was two to four pound largemouth just hammering that thing and um I lost the skirt on that jig head and I didn't have any more with me and it was a long walk to get back I set my backpack down and I think I had my shirt off it was probably 100 degrees at the time and uh (laughs) I put my backpack back on and and, uh, oh my gosh, I never been bit so hard in my life. And it was all these fire ants just raging on me and, uh, Cade and Kyle are standing over there across the tank laughing. And I'm trying to figure out how to get the heck, get the heck out of there. But, uh, so that's just one cool story about, uh, kind of what, what my time there and, yeah. and spending time out at the, uh, the back company with Cade as he was, Uh, getting interviewed for, uh, you know, to working with some collegiate athletes and having them all swing D-bats down there and uh, just some amazing memories. And uh, I don't know if I'm putting that part of who I uh, am to bed here, but it just feels good to talk about it and, you, you know, share kind of a little bit about who I am and how I uh, became who I am, specifically around coaching. I spent a lot of time and energy invested in that profession, and I still enjoy it. I still love talking to coaches. I'm still fascinated by the processes that coaches come up with to try and motivate and inspire their athletes, and uh, some of the tenets and tricks uh, that coaches use to um, y- you know, explain things in the most simple yet effective way as absolutely possible so i hope you enjoyed the episode today i don't know uh, that's just a little bit about my experience in coaching baseball and as i'm starting to put out some baseball content now uh rest assured that i have spent uh, my fair share of time in that industry and uh, i've continued to learn and grow and watch with that coach's eye uh ever since and uh that's that's about it I hope you liked the episode today. Please share it with someone that you feel might benefit from the content discussed. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore John Howard. That's J-O-N-H-O-W-A-R-D. Subscribe to the newsletter at johnhoward.co. Join our happy group. Be made aware of new podcast episodes, product releases and sales, as well as stories Of adventure. Live today with relentless courage.